0: What's good, people? I go by the name of Glodine Benga, and thank you for tuning in to the Invited Podcast. Yes, a long awaited first episode. I know you guys have been waiting, but it's finally here now, is what it is. Um, very exciting to start. And uh, you're probably wondering what's this all about and who this brother is and so forth. And uh, just to quickly go into that, I'm just an ordinary young man like anyone else Um, who's just simply trying to bring the message of Christ and his kingdom to all who would come across this podcast. So that's simply the aim. And to bring the message of uh, Christ uh, through series and discussions uh, where we would just dissect the truth, the light, and the answer to all things who is Christ. And um, this is simply uh, to invite all into the truth and light an answer to all things who is Christ and uh, no one is excluded from this so this message is an invitation to all to know Christ and experience who Jesus is and so uh, this podcast is really based on the people so the focus is on you the listener those who would watch hopefully when we get to that stage and so your opinions your suggestions are very vital to this podcast so it's here to bless you and leave you with clarity on God's mind on a matter. So hopefully too, we'll be having guests come on and um, help to look and bring light from time to time. Uh, So look out for that. Um, Without further ado, let's get into today's episode uh, where we'll be talking on the first series, which is the love of God. And um, the love of God is... Something I believe that the believer um, is one of the first things that I believe that the believer ought to know um, is the love of God. And the love of God is deep for each and every single one of you that is listening, that is tuned in. His love is deep and isn't just one that is, um, he isn't one that isn't just displaying it on the occasion where we would obey him, but rather he is love. And we see that he is the definition of what love is. And today's focus um, in this series is simply going to be on he's closer than we think. Um, I feel like turning into a preacher and just saying, turn to your neighbor and say that, but that's that's not my thing. But <laughs> what uh, we're going to be doing today <coughs> sorry, is laying the foundations on he's closer than we think. Um, so the first readings we're going to look into is Genesis chapter 3 and 4 but we're specifically just going to look at Genesis 3 verse 1 to 13 and Genesis 4 verses chapter 4 verses 8 to 17 okay so if we look at these two passages we're going to start off with Genesis 3 You will not surely die, for God knows that in the days you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave it to her husband, who her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves covering and they heard sound of the lord walking in the garden of the cool of the day and adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the lord god among the trees of the garden then the lord god said to adam and said to him where are you and he said i heard your voice in the garden and i was afraid i was naked and i hid myself and he said who told you that you were naked have you eaten from the tree of which i commanded you should not eat then the man said the woman whom you gave to be with me she gave of the tree she gave me of the tree and i ate and the lord god said to the woman what is this that you've done okay that's the first uh, passage that we've just read moving on to genesis 4 verses 8 to 17 um now cain talked with abel his brother and came to pass when they were in the field that cain rose up against abel his brother and killed him And the Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? Where is Abel, your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? He said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you a figurative and vegan bond, you shall be on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out of this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face and, I'll sh- and I shall be a figurative and vagan bond on the earth. And it, will be, and it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord said, Set a marker on Cain, lest anyone finding him shall kill him. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Enoch. And he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. Cool. So that was the two passages that we read, and uh, first thing we noticed in the first passage is we see the introduction of the serpent, and the serpent was the driving force to what eventually happened to Adam and Eve, causing them to eat of the f- um, tree of the the fruit from the tree of knowledge, and we see that. Uh, the serpent had seen an opportunity to open up the case that was contrary to the word of God. So God had actually instructed the the two to not eat from this tree, but the serpent had opened up the case, which was seen to be clear to the two, but the serpent had been able to somehow... um, tell them and kind of twist the words in a way that would make it seem that what he was saying wasn't harmful but seemed um as a genuine sort of suggestion which came with no bad intentions but caused the two to eventually eat from the tree of knowledge um what's interesting when we continue to read is that um that god had been looking for the two um that's something that I find interesting when we read, for, read from the the first passage in which we read is that God had been looking for them, that despite that they had gone astray, uh, God had acti- actively been looking for the two. He called Adam in a search for them and they had known of this. They had known that God had been looking for them because they could sense his presence and so hid themselves among the trees. It's clear to see that the intentions of God isn't to be with man, is to be with man, that when um, he is with man there is clearly um, something that happens between God and man for there to be um, for him to go out and search his way for Adam and Eve there is clearly a connection between man and God which he constantly is searching out for and God is going out of his way so that they could return back to that place where they first were and Eve even as Adam, sorry, replied back, explaining what had gone on, God had said, what have you told, who had told you of these things, so God was actually saying to the um, Adam, who's told you that you guys are naked, who's, who's opened up your eyes, and um, we see, we know God to be all-knowing, we know that his ways isn't our ways, right, and as a loving father, his intentions are to protect us from all that would bring harm to us, and so no matter the scale of what's before us um he's always there to show his love even when things would go left and so when we move on to the next um the next passage we see in the case of Cain and Abel now that they had brought their respective offerings to God however Cain's weren't respected as um Abel's was and so this caused Cain to be angry however God explained and uh didn't just leave Cain wondering as to why um his offering wasn't respected, but we see Cain um just wasn't trying to have it, and his offering wasn't accepted, but God explained that when uh that his offering will be accepted when it would when it would be done accordingly, so we see that um as a result that god pun- doesn't punish for the sake of punishing but we see that in this case that Cain is punished for murdering his brother and Cain went on to have a child and after all this he named him Enoch and um, just looking at this we can see that God could have easily I don't know could have easily sort of had some form of grudge towards um, the lineage of Cain to be one which would suffer the consequences of um, his father but um god has seen grace unto enoch and what's actually quite interesting in um irony of all this is that um enoch was someone who walked with god we see that um i believe in genesis 5 21 to 24 we see that enoch had been someone who walked with god to the point where he had been taken from the earth so we see um other people, um, before Enoch had, um, gone when it was their time. But in the case of Enoch, we see that, um, he had been in such a connection with God. He had walked, um, with God to the point where God has said that he ought to be taken from the earth. And, um, he is, he and, uh, Noah, I believe, are two people who didn't actually die, but the word says that they were taken from the earth. So we can come, um, come to the conclusion of this basically that um God is a god of order so we know God to be someone who likes things to be done in a set way he wants things to be done according to his way and the problem isn't with God but it's rather with man we see with Adam and Eve we see um with Cain that they had drifted onto into their own ways um despite the fact that they've done this, that his love is still shown. And uh, what's even more interesting to me is that we see that Adam and Eve no longer used, um, even when their eyes were open. they no longer used the fig leaves that God made, but um, God had actually made them tonics of skin and clothed them. So even when drifting away, God was able to still clothe them um, despite going away from what he uh intended for them so the intentions of god we see isn't just um to punish but rather for us to understand that our ways isn't his way and despite this his love is still shown uh to us despite the fact that we would drift and we see that um we can't expect the results uh god would provide when we would follow his ways when we would disobey him so jesus intends for us to be in partnership with him. We see that when God is chasing after, um, Adam and Eve, that Jesus intends to be in partnership and it takes for us to be aware that, um, he is there for us to, uh, to build partnership relationship and for us to be aware of his love. And when we are aware of his love, the love of Christ, we become more aware of how close he is, how close he is in not just um, positionally, but rather in all that we would do that. He is concerned not just about um, what would be considered as spiritual or rather the things of um, the four walls of church, but he is concerned about each and every aspect of our lives. And so Um, we see that Jesus even in his word that he would um, leave the 99 he would leave his place of comfort so that he would reach out to that one and so he looks forward to relishing that relationship with us when we would notice the love that he has for us the the place that he wants us to be with him and uh, that simply lays the foundation for this series and um yeah that's where we're gonna end off for today um that just simply rounds up the first episode and i hope you were blessed and hope to catch you in the next episode so uh, yeah i'm out